Hello, and welcome to another episode of Unequal Sequel Extra. Extra! It's Friday, and that, and that means <laughs> it's time for me and Rich to talk about some kind of sequel nonsense. Yeah! Sequels! And Rich is really excited about what I, I said we could do this week. It's a special, another first for us. It is a anniversary special. It's not for a film that you think it's it will be. You thought we were going to talk about Terminator Two, but oh no, 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 no. We would we're not going to talk about the best the best sequel ever. No, <laughs> no. Why would we celebrate the, the the anniversary of the best sequel ever on a sequel <laughs> podcast? I mean, no. Why would we do that? Let's pick some random nonsense instead. It's not random. There's a point to it. Let's say. Happy 15th birthday to Pirates of the Caribbean 2. 15th as well! It's not even 20! <laughs> it's a nice round number, I thought. The reason I, I picked it are a few reasons. One, it came out on the day we're now recording, the 6th of July in 2006. So that seems pretty, you know, good. Until you said you hadn't seen it, and then turns out you have seen it. I have seen it, yeah. I just <laughs> conveniently forgot it because I don't really like it very much. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be an absolute cracker. Oh, I'm going to tear this to shreds. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I will be nice. I'll be nice, I promise. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll talk about how it works as a sequel and how it plays. Um, but this was the highest grossing picture of 2006, Rich. Really? It made over a billion dollars jesus i mean the first one's really good yeah the first pirates of the caribbean is really good and this one i mean i I think a lot of those billion dollars people would have been slightly disappointed by you know they tried to do empire strikes back with this one didn't they and they yes missed it a little bit i think for me but yeah yes we'll talk about that later (laughs) it feels like they made the first one and then thought oh shit we've got to make this into a franchise because the first yeah. one was popular. Well, they shot the third one at the same time as this one, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah like, back to oh. back. So it was like this was big one big long movie. Which is and a good it, idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for the, for the amount of money they must have spent making it, then that makes sense. I can tell you how much. The budget was $225 million. Oh, That's a lot of money. But it, it, yeah, it got a lot of money back. For what it made, though, yeah, that's true. And that's two pictures, so you're making, you're bringing two. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I think, well, I think, I think so. Okay, that's actually, that's good value. So yeah, that's, that's very good value. <laughs> if they if they both made over a billion this in the world's end, then you can see why Disney wanted to uh, crank out a couple of more. Yeah, true. So for anyone listening who can't remember which which one of these, because they all blend into one for me, which that's is why true. I wasn't sure if I'd seen it or not. It's the one Bill Nye is an octopus essentially, and yeah, that that's that's all I've got for that. <laughs> yes, and um, isn't that? And a magnificent looking octopus. It's, doesn't it still hold up? Actually, it weren't. It still holds up. It it really does. And I love the fact that it is such a grotesque, tentacly mess of a thing, and you can still definitely tell it's Bill Nye. Mm. Like I, I think that's really good. I think the costume and the the CGI around the people in this is really good. The production design is magnificent in this. Like the boats. Yeah, absolutely. Just really irritates me is all the barnacles on people's faces. I just want to pick them off. I just want to like, like, why are you content with a starfish growing on your face? I don't get it. I thought you were going to say like, you can't see their emotion or something like that. No, no. no, It's just a cleanliness thing. I just, it just annoys me. 
<laughs> so when you say you've seen this, did you see it back in the cinema when it got released in 2006? Or I definitely wouldn't have seen it in the cinema. I actually I own it on DVD somehow. I think it may be my wife's and it's it's made its way into the collection or something. Mm. But I have de- I've definitely seen it. I wouldn't I, not at the cinema. I don't think because we'd have been far too busy in 2006. We'd have been writing our dissertations and doing our final year project. Oh, really? Well, we'd have just finished, actually. We'd have just finished. I remember seeing this in Braintree. I might have seen this at the cinema, you know, because the summer of 2006, I spent in Bognor Regis with our friend James. Yeah. And essentially, we had a, we both had a Cineworld card that was a, like an unlimited card. And every time you went to the cinema, you got a you still got a ticket, even though you had a cinema card. And on the back of the ticket, you got a free Nando's. So we'd literally go to three or four films a day, and then go and have three three or four Nandos like for free. <laughs> All you had to do was like buy a drink, and you got like free Nandos. Oh, amazing! It was amazing. Yeah, I did so many amazing things that summer. We watched twenty four episodes of Twenty Four in twenty four hours. That was that was nice. Watched it in real time. It was ace. <laughs> so what what time did you start that? I know this is going off. But what, uh, did you start at twelve o'clock at night? We or did you start started like... at the start that the time it starts in the in the show. I think it's oh, like so four cool. p.m. or something, isn't it? Or six p.m. or something like that. I don't know which series was it. <laughs> series one. Oh, we've watched all of them actually. We've watched all the series uh, in twenty four hours each because we're cool like that. <laughs> That's when I could stay up all night. Yeah, those, in two thousand six. Those are the days. <laughs> so you maybe saw it did you like the first one when you first saw it i did like the first one yeah absolutely i think that the jolly depp's character in the first one was really refreshing and, mm, and really not so fun. much in this one not so much in this one because it just feels like he's doing a bad russell brand impression in this one <laughs> i mean if anyone's casting for like another another pirates of the caribbean movie you could cast like russell brand as jolly depp's brother you know, he can yeah. be Captain Jack's brother, no problem. Yeah. Do a Fast and Furious 9 and bring his brother into it. He already had his dad in it, so, you know, you could do that. I found just Captain Jack really unlikable in this one. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Watching it again today. I mean, I found all of them unlikable, to be honest. Oh. Do, do you know what? I really like Tom Hollander, and he's the bad guy. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> I like Jack Davenport as Norrington, but that's also because I'm a big Copland fan. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's. I think that... That comes from me. I'm a coupling fan as well. So as a sequel, how do you think this fared? As in, what did it do right and do wrong it's, as a sequel for you? It's for me. Okay, so what it did right is Tom Hollander is an ace baddie. He's a really yeah. good baddie. And I he's really sinister and he's creepy and I really like him. However, I don't understand how he's got all this power and where this has come from. Because he just no. essentially turns up on an island that someone else owns and somehow has power over him. Not sure about that. I am uh, struggling now <laughs> to think of things I like. So it introduces new characters. It introduces like Nile as the as Davy Jones, doesn't it? It expands yeah. the world a bit more. You've got more. I was about to say ghost pirates, but they're not ghosts are they this time. They're fish. Yeah, pirates, fish pirates. Yeah. Things. So it expands on that. That it's not. It's not just limited to one. Yeah, it's got the kraken uh, haunted ship. It. Yeah, yeah. I okay, I, 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 and and that's all all right. And there are some decent set pieces in it. I think some of the action is quite nice, as it always is. It's a you know that kind of thing. However, I mean the main 
Like, how many MacGuffins has this, this has this story got for a start? Because there's a key, there's a chest, there's a heart, there's a a picture of a key, there's a compass. There's, a compass. there's a, how what? How many? How many? And how convoluted are all these plot lines? There's about 15 plot lines that they're all trying to somehow convolutedly split all the characters up and bring them all back together again. And mm. there's a... Oh, the chemistry between Kira Knightley and Orlando Bloom is like... I've, I've seen more chemistry between two dead fish than, like... I, I would be surprised if they even like each other. <laughs> oh, I thought that was harsh. I thought they were quite cute together. This is like one of them. These were Kira Knightley's very early films, wasn't it? The, the first pirates in this. Uh, she'd done Bennett like this Beckham, hadn't she? That is true. She had done Bennett like Beckham. I forgot about that. Yeah, and was this? This was after like Love Actually. Yeah, Love Actually was two thousand and five. I yeah. think so she'd done a few uh, things, you know. And, and Orlando Bloom's done Lord of the Rings by this point. Yeah, I just um, I don't know. I just don't think they really had. She's got more chemistry with Jack Sparrow. I didn't like the uh, the ickiness well, no, of that. I don't like that either. He's got black teeth. Who wants to snog him? Sorry. <laughs> What's that all about? I just think I don't really like pirates very much, you know? <laughs> I, I think that's what it is. I'm just not I'm just not a big fan of pirates, potentially. These movies are definitely not for you then. Well, I think it kind of left me quite flat. I think there was so little chemistry between Orlando Bloom and and Kira Knightley, that I was sort of hoping they'd do a Star Wars, and it turned out they were brother and sister. Like because it kind of right. felt like that. It kind of felt like Star Wars. Like Orlando Bloom feels like Mark Hamill. You know that kind of yeah. That he's Luke and she's Leia, and Captain Jack is Han Solo. The 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 two blokes, the um, Mackenzie Crook and the other fella. That's that's R two and three PO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it all comes together. <laughs> when, you, when you describe it like that, I can totally understand it. Yeah, do you know, like any of the set pieces? I really like kind of the, a couple of the set pieces. Some, of, some right? of the set pieces are nice, and and sort of the way that Johnny Depp accidentally always gets out of the way of stuff is quite nice. I think some of the kraken dragging boats down to the deep—that's cool. That's kind of cool. And I'm not sure if I like or if I don't like that whole. Norrington and Orlando Bloom in a wheel thing. Love that bit. I'm not sure. I I think I like it. And then I also think it annoys me too. <laughs> not, Why? I don't know. It's like, I, I like the bit when it stops and they're really dizzy and they can't stand up. That's the bit I no, like. That's, of well, that. that's, that's realistic. <laughs> I think that's a really put together, like, well put together half an hour. Like when they're fighting on the wheel and on the church and then there's the other, like the RCD2 and C3PO and <laughs> yeah. Elizabeth Swan. Yeah. They're fighting the other people. I think that's just a really well put together sequence. And I think that this film has those sequences. I think everything on the Cannibal Island really works. I think. Uh, um, yeah, it kind of lost me the, on the Cannibal Island, to be honest. I, oh, I, like the, I like the swinging ball things. That made me chuckle. I like the Kraken. I like certain bits of the Dave Jones, but for me, it's just too it's long. It's too long. It's far too long. I was going to say that. I was halfway through. I was like, "Is this finished yet?" Like, it's 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 the middle segment of a of a trilogy, isn't it? Really, it's the it's the setup for the next movie, and it just feels like they've crammed so much into it. I want to see the next one because I think the next one's going to be better. Well, uh, I've seen it, and I don't think it is. Uh, but we can celebrate that fifteen years next year if you want, because oh. they didn't back to back. But like you said, this does feel like an Empire Strikes Back because they took a lot of. They did a lot of work, spoilers people, this is 15 years now, so I'm going to go crazy, <laughs> of killing Jack Sparrow in this film. 
and then like like positioned themselves into the corner again of having to bring him back in the third one, and then Bam- Balbosa turns up at the end of this one. Mm. It was a big surprise. Yeah. So the next one's World's End, right? Yes. So it seems that IMDb agrees with you, I think. This one gets a 7.3 and World's End gets a 7.1. I, I, I can't remember World's End, so I don't know if it's better or not. But If you think this one's overstuffed and too long, then that one really gets overstuffed and really? too long and too convoluted. Yeah, it's, um, It raises stakes in the whole magical world as well. Oh, it all goes a little bit crazy. And then there's uh, how many more are there? There are three more or two more? There's there's this trilogy, and then there's two more after this. Right. There's, um, the one that I always forget about, which is something about Dead Man again. Dead Man. No, that's the third, fourth one. Isn't there? The no, fifth one is Dead Man Tells No Tales, which is also Salajar's Revenge. Right. And there's a middle one with Penelope Cruz and Ian McShane. On Stranger Tides. That's the one. So what's and the that one is rubbish. that's like? What's the one where they sort of like go to China or wherever it is? Or that's the third one. Oh, that's the third one, is it? Mm-hmm. I, I can sort yeah. of remember that one. I don't think I've seen the other two. So the third one's at World's End, is it? Yes, I'm pretty sure someone's going to pick them at some point to be the worst sequels. So then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'll have to watch them then. In that case, we can delve into them. I think it's the first sequel that I've I've watched that wasn't someone's worst sequel. <laughs> That I've really thought, ah, oh, don't get the point of this. I'm sort of disappointed by this. It was, it'd be a good answer for that. Which one disappointed you? Because the first Pirates was so good. Yes, it was really good. And this this one just is a bit nothingy and far too long. And has good music though. And the boats are really good. Yeah. Like we said, the special effects. The boats are good. Not enough for you, the boats is it? Are, are the, the, the boats are good. There's some stunning shots of. You know, where Will Turner's up on the crow's nest and stuff in the boat and the Kraken's coming and things. That's kind of... Yeah. Yeah, there are some really stunning shots and the CGI is great, but it just misses the... I mean, the, the story is too muddled and too bloated. That's the problem, I why think. Did, why, why did it do so well, then? Why? Because this, this is a Disney franchise and before this, Disney franchises were, well, few and fairer. It did so well because the first one was so good, didn't it? I, I I would be surprised if the third one did as well because I I imagine everyone went to see this going yes the first pirates was so good and then they got in there and they watched this and went oh that's not as good and then they didn't go and see the third one because it wasn't as good but I I mean I don't think this was very critically acclaimed was it I don't remember it getting slammed I quite like Naomi Harris but I just quite like Naomi Harris that's the thing like, I'm not sure about Yoda or whoever it was she was playing. <laughs> but yeah, I like I like her as an actress. She filmed this at the same time as Miami Vice, so she filmed this on the weekends. Oh, really? She'll come down to the Bahamas just for a few days, and then that's a nice gig, a bit. <laughs> to be fair, what a lovely gig this must have been for everyone. On some this of film. the some of the locations were stunning. I don't know where they filmed the where they found the chest with the white sand and the the shallow sea, but that looked mm. beautiful. I could die happy there. I think some of the Bahamas, Dominican Republic, uh, they had to evacuate for one bit because there was a massive um, hurricane. Really? Apparently at some point a boat got sank, mm. uh, some sets got destroyed. It brought a lot of tourism to, to the the, the, Cal- the Caribbean, yeah. <laughs> I imagine it did, yeah. <laughs> At least it's still in the Caribbean because in the third one they go out of the Caribbean so how are they still pirates of the Caribbean? Fair point. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> It's got enough energy. That's the thing. There's enough energy in it, even though it's sort of fit. It's, it's kind of like 
fits and starts of it. The set pieces are probably enough to get you through it. I think so. But by the end, I was like, I was really done. Like half an hour from the end, I was like, I could just turn this off now. I've had enough. It has to. Well, it has two endings. It feels like the ending should be on that island when they're all fighting, and then suddenly there's a second ending when they're they back on the boats and the kraken turns up. Yeah, and spoiler um, alert: Captain Jack gets eaten by the kraken. <laughs> exactly. I'm not quite sure if we're meant to think, oh, he's dead at this point, or I mean, obviously, I know there's alive. a third, fourth, and fifth one, so I know he's not dead. He de- they definitely bring him back. But so, I just against as a sequel. And it brought so it, it took the original characters and extended the story, and did a good job of that. But you don't really think that it did enough with the storyline, or I mean, at no at no point did I feel any kind of jeopardy for any of the characters. Like at, at no point did I care that any of the about wow. any of them. You know, I just they just felt really flat. Like, honestly, I mean, like I can't I can't remember how much chemistry there was between Orlando Bloom and and Keira Knightley in the first film. But in this film, it gen- they genuinely felt like brother and sister. They like, just didn't feel like it. Just felt strange, and it, it seemed to me like all Kira Knightley wanted to do was get married. It didn't matter who. <laughs> <laughs> like, she wasn't saying, "Oh, I miss Miss Will Turner." She was saying, "Oh, I've not got married. I'm supposed to be married." Like she meant to have a wedding night. Yeah, absolutely. But so unequal sequel, yes or no? Oh, definitely unequal. Absolutely yeah. unequal. Nowhere near as good as the first one. Yeah. Cut half an hour out of it and you might have a chance. Did you know the first one's just as long though? Is it? Mm. Doesn't feel it though. Just plays nicer, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. I think the third one's closer to three hours. I don't really want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me watch that. <laughs> oh dear. Please no one pick it. This one an Oscar. What did this win an Oscar for? Visual effects. Oh, visual effects. Well, that's fair. That, that is that, totally yeah. fair, isn't it? That, that's totally fair, yeah. That definitely, definitely deserved that. I think that's the best thing about this film. Just Davy Jones is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And totally stands up now as well, like you say. World's End is two hours, 49 minutes. Oh, I'm not watching that. <laughs> I'm not watching that old tripe. <laughs> it's one of those discussions about Style over yeah, substance. Style over substance, yeah. To be honest, I mean, if I imagine George would have absolutely loved this. I think he's oh, probably really? a little bit young for it at the moment, but I imagine if I if I show him this, he'll absolutely love it. Yeah. Well, it, it shows that there's not really a market for it at the moment because the last two films haven't done um, no. amazing, um, especially for the budgets. They're, they're taking a bit of risk on it, and it's a it's probably a franchise they're not going to let go. Actually, I think. I think they're doing a new one, but without Captain Jack, obviously, because the Johnny Depp debacle. Mm. Um, they're doing a new one with uh, Margot Robbie. Oh, right, a, okay. As a pirate. I want to say something really nice about this film. And we have, we have, we have said nice things. And I, I don't like being all negative, but it was quite nice to see Jonathan Price <laughs> as the, the Grand High Sparrow. There you go. That's they, that's nice. Well, I, I, I think the cast is good. The cast is really good. It's really cast strong. is great. The cast is really good. I love Bill Nye. Absolutely love Bill Nye. Tom Hollander is brilliant. Stellan Skarsgård's great, even though his his muscles and whelks and things on his face piss me off. Yeah, like, that's just Davenport. Yeah, Depp. Davenport's great. Yeah, mm. and uh, apart from the lack of chemistry between, well, yeah. Everyone, <laughs> um, Naomi Harris. Yeah, like as I said, Naomi Harris is is brilliant. Yeah, and yeah, 
I'm struggling now. I was really looking forward to seeing nice you, your reaction because you said you didn't see it and now you had seen it, which is a bit disappointing for me, Richard. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, sorry about that. But that that's gonna that, that just goes to show how what a great film it is that I couldn't remember it. <laughs> I, I kind of it merges with the third one. I think that's the yes. thing. Is that because there were there were points there were points in it where I thought, oh no, I have I seen this? I'm not sure. And then at other points, I was like, no, I've definitely seen this. But there are other bit. I, I, maybe when I watched it the first time, I fell asleep <laughs> in places because it's it's so long. It's that's so long. Possible. I remember going to the toilet in the middle of it the first time I ever saw it in the cinema. I was like, I can't hold it anymore. This is getting silly. And it's one of those no, one of those no, films no, you, you can just to. go to the toilet for yeah. like ten minutes, come back, and nothing has happened. You're like, what? What did I miss? And my mate be like, well, nothing. To be honest, they're still looking for this chest and whatever. They're still pissing about on these boats. <laughs> Some boats got crumpled. <laughs> yeah. Is Tom Hollander in the third one? Yes. And is is there more of him? Yes. That's a reason to watch the third one then. There's more pirates in the third one. Okay. Does he go full on uber evil? He is the big bad guy, yes. Because obviously at, okay. at the end of this film, he gets control of Davy Jones's heart. The heart, yeah. So now he's got control of Davy Jones. So now Davy Jones is like his uh, attack dog. Lucky. Yeah. Oh, I bet he's well happy about that. Oh, he's delighted about it. Bill Nye's doing his best groundskeeper Willie impression. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think he went Scottish? Um, is Bill Nye Scottish? No. He might... He's not. But it's a very good Scottish accent. You can do a good, quite a good Scottish accent, so... Yeah, I kind of have Scottish family, so I kind of have to... Blend in. Channel my nan when I'm thinking about it, yeah. I don't know, but I don't know why I made them Scottish, actually. That's a creative choice. I've still... I've never... never what his... Oh, originally, the director wanted him to be Dutch. Oh! As he was the captain of the Dutchman. And, and apparently Bill Nye said, I don't do Dutch, so I decided on Scottish. Fair enough. If you can do the yeah. accent. Last comments. How well do you think this is held up and how well do you think it's going to hold up? To be honest, I think it's held up pretty well because the visual effects on it are still really, really good. Yeah, They're still... You, I, I could show this to George and as a six-year-old boy who's not seen you know, visual effects develop like we have as old people. And he would think, he'd probably think it's a, a film for now because the, the visual effects now are still so good. Yeah, I, th- I think it probably has held up, actually. I think it's probably just as good now as it was then. Yeah, it hasn't improved. You know, I think I'd probably have the same. No, it's not improved at all, no, but it's not got any worse. You know, I think it's still all right. And that's another thing. It's it's all right. It, it, it'd been a lot better if it could have been about half an hour shorter. Another 15 years, will you go back to it? If you say, I'm going to watch Pirates of the Caribbean, will you just watch the first one, or will you do like a marathon and watch all of them? I would probably just watch the first one. But I'm also this annoying kind of completist. Mm, so me too. So that if I start something, I have to kind of watch all of it, even though it's rubbish. Has it annoyed you that we started in the middle? No, no, it's because I... I, I I have watched the first one quite recently. It was on telly, and I think it was like 10 minutes in, and I started watching it. Um, so it felt okay. But I do feel like now I've got to go and watch the other three, okay. the next three. But I also feel like that about Transformers, that I still have to watch the next few Transformers movies, even though I absolutely hate them. <laughs> um, so like, I still feel like I've got to do that, uh, because I've got this like completist streak. For those that are um, playing unequal sequel bingo, yes, you can tick off Rich and 
Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyone anyone playing, I have mentioned Transformers <laughs> again. <laughs> every episode. I'm going to try and do it in every episode. Well, so far, you're, you're doing a great job. So if in 15 years' time we're still doing this podcast and then we come back and look at this film again, mm. I still think I'll feel the same. Me too. To be honest. At least, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I think think I'll feel the same. Shall I even ask you for a score from our unequal sequel ratings? Out of seven. Out of seven. Two and a half, I reckon. Yeah. Maybe, maybe pushing a three. Maybe. I think I agree with you on that one. It'd be tough to give it any more, to be honest. It's just too long. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. It's just not quite dramatic enough, maybe. I don't know. That seems harsh again. It doesn't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't care about anyone enough. I think that's the strong one. You just don't care. I think that's that's where we should lie with it. Um, Like, I I enjoy moments of it. I enjoy bits that seems like you didn't enjoy. Not necessarily. It took too long to get going as well. It just took too long getting going. Oh, yeah, yeah. It took far too long to get going. David Jones doesn't turn up until an hour into it. It is what it is. It's not great. It's definitely... It definitely feels like a middle part of a trilogy. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. It feels like what it actually is, actually, is that they made a really, really long film and thought, oh, God, we better cut this in two. Maybe. Right, wrap up. Yeah. I feel like we've done it. I feel like we've said it doesn't get any better. It won't get any better. Um, I've said all there is to say. <laughs> um, Rich, we'll do the next, the next one next year just to, to really... Do we have to? No, we don't have to. No, okay. Phew. <laughs> I feel like maybe we should just because I, I think maybe doing the Baywatch podcast has now conditioned me that I have to I have to torture myself slightly before doing a podcast. Maybe that's it. Yes. But I, I feel like I have to watch the third one and maybe that we should do the third one next year. You're right. <laughs> Why not? Let's see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But let's wrap up our own podcast. Yeah, this is our most negative extra so far. But I think we're going to have quite a fun one next week. Yes. Um, Knowing what we've got planned. Yes, we've actually planned something next week. We have. Because yeah. next Friday we'll be releasing our episode. It's for a film that's coming out this week. <laughs> is it strictly a sequel? Somewhere, yes. Because I'm pretty sure it's set after one of the other films. But not. <laughs> but also it's a prequel to some of the other films. So, yes. Fair point. It definitely yeah. sits somewhere in that canon, but before the first film they appeared in. <laughs> so yes, it's a it's a sequely prequely. <laughs> yes, because I want to watch it and I want to talk about it. Um, we'll also have our normal Monday episodes coming out on Monday. Listen to us on all the uh, podcasting platforms. We're now available pretty much everywhere. Is it an extra long one? It's gonna be pretty long. And if you want to say anything else, Rich? Uh, make sure you listen to the other episodes if you haven't done already. Oh, yeah. If this is the first episode of Unequal Sequel Extra you've listened to, then make sure you listen back to our reviews of the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard and all those other bits and bobs. And of course, all the extra, all the main episodes of this podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and make sure you follow us on Instagram, which are at Unequal Sequel. And yeah, make sure you... Oh, make sure... You pick up the next edition of Pod Bible. Get yourself a Pod Bible magazine. 
and I will say no more than that. Yeah. <laughs> but there might be a little unequal sequel-based surprise. Oh, it's exciting. <laughs> it exciting. Yeah. Let's leave it on that. So that's a, a goodbye from me. That's a bye-bye bye from him. Bye. And see you another time. Laters. <laughs>